Side of On the Hunt with Mr. Mysteries and Black and White. You two host Josh and Ed. Hello. Ed, question for you. If you could be any character in a TV show or a film, who would you pick? Daryl Dixon. Bust, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Dixon. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Either him or Jax from Sons of Anarchy. So you die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was gonna say whatever, whatever character you pick, whatever happens to that yeah. character happens to you. Yeah, no, Daryl Dixon. Yeah, like, actually, I feel I'd rather, in a way, I'd rather be Jacks because then I wouldn't have to go to France. That is a <laughs> yeah, that is a very good point. Take getting flattened by a lorry any day. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not mean by all French people. I just had a we had a we had the. Horrible Spanish. experience in France. And I hate the place. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like we said, nothing against certain ones, but the ones we met were like the rudest, ignorant, just horrible bastards going. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> Evil of France. <laughs> yeah. But nah, yeah. Darren Dixon. Yeah, that was going to be mine and all. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick Negan then, fuck it. Fair, fair, fair. He survives and I get a bash someone's head in with Brazil. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll get a crossbow though. That is true. That is true. And a motorbike. That is true. Sick. Yeah, it's pretty sick. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, once again, on the hunt for those that haven't seen it before or listened to it before, as hey. it's now on the podcast platform, uh, is where we talk about more recent topics or topics that we want to cover in particular. Yeah. Uh, who should go first? I don't mind. Do you go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. So, Ed, what are we talking about today <coughs> now? Well, we're talking... Well, I'm going to talk about... So, that it's not really my realm. It is more your yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah. But I saw it on TikTok, and I thought it was quite fascinating. Yeah. And it's about a cult... In Canada, mm-hmm. that have pretty much taken over this like village, small town, whatever you want to call it, and they yeah they've just took over an abandoned school. It was in Richmond, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. <sighs> Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. So Richmond, Saskatchewan. This yeah, this cult's just come in and they taken over. Thank you very much for this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and the ta- and the, this small town has actually started to fight back. Oh, fucking hell. But where I'm reading that? it from was done on the 2nd of November. So I don't know what's happened since then. Since then but this is what I've got. It's from Vice. Mm-hmm. So take it as you will. 
But it's going on to um, Hugh Everding, a bald, hulking man of about six foot four, stares out of the kitchen window of his bungalow as police vehicle after police vehicle rolls down the street, headed towards a check stop manned by half a dozen armed cops. Every entry point into this no-stoplight town has such a check stop ready to interrogate both locals and miscreants what their darn uh, business here is. There's little doubt that at this moment, Rich Man's Saskatchewan, population of 130, so it's tiny. That is, next to, that is nothing virtually, isn't it, in the yeah. grand scheme of like a town or whatever. Is is the most fortified town in all of Canada. Seeing another cop car, Hugh takes a sip of his craft beer and turns to us and says that no matter the police presence, it's just dead around these parts. In his words, you can hear a mouse get a hard-on out here. (laughs) Calm before the storm, I guess. But you can always spot a storm brewing in the prairies. In Hugh's case, it was just across the street where the so-called... QAnon, Queen of Canada, and her followers had taken over an abandoned school. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and in less than 24 hours, the town was ready to go to war with the cult next door. That'd be a good film, you know. That was, yeah. Um, it had been almost a month since Romana Didolo, the so-called Queen, uh, QAnon Queen of Canada, had come to town the, ne- uh, the next day on October 14th. <coughs> She was planning to hold a meet and greet for her followers in Western Canada and to perform a weird ritual in the abandoned school's gym. The town was planning on holding a get-together of its own at the same time, one that would hopefully send the cult a simple message, get the hell out. Um, Didulo's cult moved into the town's abandoned school around September 18th, after the property was gifted to them by a follower. They have spent much of the time filming everyone who comes too close to the school's fence, convinced, according to records of their internal communication obtained by Vice News, that locals are possibly planning to poison their dogs or burn them out. Fucking hell. What do poor dogs do? No, but this is like the cults. Yeah, but the dogs are innocents too, aren't they? Well, yeah. (laughs) Poor bastards? Yeah, but they'll protect their own. Yeah, that's true. But their paranoia is contagious, as locals are really upset and concerned by the group, especially after some of Didolo's followers email cease and desist letters threatening to execute townsfolk, including the mayor, if they didn't accept the QAnon Queen as their new sovereign. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> These ain't fucking about. One person who was threatened even made a fake or faux electric chair to make fun of the threats. Get up. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Didolo and her followers are a bizarre sect, um, even in the ever-strange world of QAnon. Didolo, a Filipino immigrant of unknown age, has managed to convince a sizable group of people that she's not just the true queen of Canada, but also essentially a spiritual figure. She, she has hundreds of followers across the country, tens of thousands online. And she travels with a small but loyal cohort who have given up their lives for her. What the fuck? For almost two years, Didlow has been travelling the country in a convoy of motorhomes and vehicles. Her group has never really settled anywhere for too long, but Richmond has changed that. 
how <coughs> how did she get start all this in the first place? I'm like that with cults in general. Like, yeah. What do you have to say to just or do to make people think you know what they're right? Yeah. And I think I'm going to devote my life to you, or whatever you say, yeah. I will do. Because if I just started preaching that I'm God, yeah, I'm a just, God, I'm an like, alien God. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, you're a Looney Tune is what you are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a fucking nut. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? They, you know, like, it's got to be like. Not, I'm not saying weak-minded, but vulnerable-minded yeah. people, easily like what's the word, misled Manip- sort of people, yeah, easily yeah. manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big boy words. Big boy words. Don't ask me. It's <laughs> but no, like easily manipulated people. Yeah, like to 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 follow them. Yeah, in, in has to whatever be. conquest they've got going on. Yeah. The school is the first thing you see in the ti- in the tiny little town. It's a classic one sto- one story schoolhouse with a brickyard, and that extends onto out into baseball diamonds, stretching all the way to the highway. Digitalized followers recently put up hundreds of metal meters of metal fence to surround a property. Emissaries from the town official and unofficial have attempted to meet with Didilo, but she won't speak to anyone. When Voice News visited, an older woman from Didilo's group watched us through binoculars before eventually filming us from within a nearby vehicle on the property. We were not welcomed. <laughs> <coughs> And no one else has either real uh, uh, it, and no one else has been either really. Parents stopped letting their kids come to a nearby playground and tensions have progressively worsened, hastened hastened by outside media and uniformed members of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I've never seen that many cops here in all my life, said a local named Pat who didn't want his last name used because he didn't want to insert himself into the hubbub. Smart man. (laughs) We made the joke that 40 years ago, my buddies and I wouldn't have wanted to see that many cops here because we were trying to sneak home from the bar. (laughs) (laughs) You buggers. lads. He just shot himself in the foot because now they're going to be like... Yeah, (laughs) got your name, bastard. Yeah. Um, this year, passes a sketch one. The so-called breadbasket of Canada were ravaged by one of the worst droughts in generations. Richmond, like many other towns, is feeling uncomfortable trickle-down effects of the damage to the multi-billion-dollar agricultural uh, agriculture industry. And then a cult moved in near Harvest Time. Let's fuck that. Up, yep. <laughs> While Richmond doesn't have a full grocery store, it has a hockey rink with a cabinet jammed with trophies that would rival that of any major city. The townsfolk truly seemed to know each other, and by our third day there, we didn't need to introduce ourselves because everyone knew who we were. At one point, a local invited us over and we followed him on his tractor to his home. This is a town proud of its history. Locals often corrected us that it was rich mound which with a U, not Richmond, like the BCC. Right. <clears throat> Arlene Miller, the wife of Richmond's mayor, told Vice News that after the cult came to town, residents got together first via email, then word of mouth and social media, speaking to us from her kitchen after inviting us in for a coffee on a chilly October evening. She said, it's been a lot. It's been a long month, she said. I can sleep, 
but we get up earlier and just not and just start running. Both our phones are hot. Strown in front of Arlene, not unlike war plans, were documents planning the next day's actions to counter protest Didalo's cult meetup. They featured names of who will barbecue at what time. I said, you've got to get the important stuff yeah. there for a start. Yeah. You? <laughs> You're doing the brisket. <laughs> You're doing the burgers. <laughs> You're doing the steaks. Cool, that sounds like a good barbecue. Cool, you know. fucking does. Cool. As soon as cool. you mention the word brisket, like, you've won me over. Um, uh, a map of the area broken down into where the RCMP was let that's the police mm-hmm. um, was letting them protest and park the plan for the press conference the town is going to hold the next day with other local leaders and a, and a note the cops has asked Arlene's husband to read before the protest she told us this isn't a one front war that she and her neighbours are waging to fight back against the cult's presence but a multi-pronged battlefield. Fucking hell. She makes it sound like they're a fucking cartel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but these are the Cold War. Isn't it? Fucking Jesus. According to Miller, locals are calling tradespeople and companies in the area and asking them to do to not do any work for the for the group. This seems to be working as Didalo has been actively begging for a plumber. People in the town are also researching to see if the group is breaking any bylaws that may require eviction. What they're pursuing right now is that since the school building is coded as commercial, people aren't permitted to sleep in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, though they're laser-focused on a protest that will take place this weekend, which would have been last weekend. Yeah. Um, Not too long... Well, the weekend has just been, I imagine. Not too long after Miller handed us the coffee, her husband, Mayor Brad Miller... Arrived home from fishing with family. Sadly, he had no pickerel on hand. Good old voice. you got to love him. They make it so personal. Hitching the fields. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> got no pickerel. <laughs> First the colt in there, this. Getting bad to worse. Since the colt's arrival, Brad has essentially become enemy number one for them. Didalo has called him a Nazi. And a number of other offensive insults. <laughs> Bit harsh. Fucking hell. Get out of my town, you <laughs> fucking Nazi. <Hitler. laughs> <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? Like, get off my property. Oh, all right, fucking Goebbels. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking all right. Can't you tits him, love? Fucking Jesus. <laughs> yes. Just go back to your fucking people, you <laughs> want to be twunk. Miller says that for generations, people in Richmond didn't lock their doors, but that's no longer the case. Cool, the locksmith must have been earning uh, yeah. bank. <laughs> then, um, when, I go in, when I go in my hot tub, it's in the backyard. I feel I can't go now and just sit there enjoying myself, said Miller. Oh, how do you have half Yeah, Yeah, fucking hell. Why I can you? hear Band-Aid making another fucking single for you lot already. Oh, no, no, I, I, I got a hanky in there. Oh, Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's all right, we'll host another Live Aid concert just for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only person who can come on there will be Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to have some kind of protection with me. All right, so just... Just a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm in the hot tub, but I only feel comfortable if I've got my AR-15 <laughs> with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Looking into the distance, Miller tells us he's trying hard to not just evict Didolo, but also disband the group because he doesn't want to just pass the buck to another town. He turned to he, he turned to at us, and a hint of a smile grew on his face. Wouldn't it be nice if Saskatchewan, good old Saskatchewan, could topple her reign? <laughs> so that's why. It's not that you want to throw the buck onto someone else. just because you want to be the guy that's like, yeah, I took him down and what, bro? Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of get it. Though. I get it. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, like he's because he, they say, yeah, he don't want to just keep passing. He's like, nah, no one wants this. Just get him done. Yeah. Out of here. They ain't got to go anywhere else. Just go home, wherever your home fucking is. Now, ain't me being racist. <laughs> um, Didolo first came on the scene as a small bit player pretending to be a politician in the 2021 Canadian election. She portrayed the character of a hardline violent leader in the vein of Philippine strongman Rodrigo Duterte. Or whatever it's called. Promising to execute anyone who helped vaccinate children, among other bloodthirsty pledges. When this didn't take off, she slowly moved into QAnon territory, saying that she was the Queen of Canada, appointed by Donald Trump. Soon after, a well-known QAnon figure confirmed her, and her profile exploded as she began to gain followers. (laughs) After a few years of building an online following and milking money out of them, Didolo made the switch to IRL during the during the truck occupation of Ottawa. She left the little room she occupied in a small Victoria BC boarding home in January of 2022 and has essentially been on the road since then. What the fuck, <laughs> yeah, man? I, know. I was about to say, because obviously it says they're a cult, but we don't know really much about it. And then you just bring out that. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, they're threatening to execute people if you vaccinate your children. Jesus Christ, they ain't yeah. fucking about. Uh, Didolo now claims she is a leader who routinely communes with aliens. No, oh, of course she does. Dubbed the Intergalactic Alliance and says she is be- being with a variety of powers from... That, that's where this <laughs> fucking ad is. How do you get... You can't get rid of it. It's just there. Why can't it go away? <laughs> oh my god, what's it doing? <laughs> Just go away! Oh, what if I do that? Hang on. Oh, there we go. Notice, we're alright. Yeah, and uh, says she is being with a variety of powers from a different dimension trying to save this one. For many of her followers, she's not a political leader anymore, but a spiritual one. She tells her group, for many of her followers, she's not a political leader, but a spiritual one. She tells her group that they don't need to pay their mortgages or utility bills, which has led... uh, Pay their mortgages or utility bills, which has led to some of her followers, many of whom are seniors, losing their homes or having their power shut off. Didolo has pulled in hundreds of thousands of dollars from her followers. Former followers, some of whom handled the cult's finances, said the group spends thousands of dollars a week on gas, food, and Didolo's impromptu purchases. 
like laptops, cell phones, and once a hotel room that sat empty for a week as the group waited in vain for pre- Russian President Vladimir Putin to come and meet with him. He didn't show up. Yeah, no shit, he didn't show up. <laughs> in one case, a former member alleged that during a 10 hour drive, uh, Dillo played the 1978 Boney M song Rasputin. <laughs> Which has become a theme song of her for her of sorts on repeat for the entire duration, no breaks. Other members have alleged she's threatened them with execution, forced followers to sleep on the floor so her dogs could sleep on the bed, forbidden them to shower, and forced them to work extremely long hours of what amounts of busy work. Her latest setup in Richmond, however, appears to be a very uh, a bit different from the usual tactics. It just seems like they've got something really good that they want to hold on uh, to hold on to that is really working for them. Uh, said Christine Sateshi, a criminology professor at Chatham University who follows Didolo closely. And then I realised, wow, this is going to be a real problem getting them to leave. The school was gifted to Didlow by Rick Manns, a rich man local um, who has been a follower for some time. A neighbour told Voice News that Manns believes in Didlow and is committed to, d- to it. He added Manns once tried to convince him that the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, shown on TV, is a clone and the real Trudeau was imprisoned in Guantanamo Bay awaiting execution. Mans had originally hoped to turn the space into a cannabis growing operation, something many in the town hoped would bring work to the area. All it'd bring is a fucking load of munchies. That's all that's going to bring. Just going to get lorry loads of Cheetos fucking white rolling in. Mans, for his service to Didlow, was just promoted to a diplomat in the Kingdom of Canada where he is to be referred to as His Excellency by her followers. Oh, my God. With missing teeth and the gait of a former athlete, he's a hard figure to miss (laughs) and clearly intimidates a few of the locals. Several told us to not mess with Mans as he's a karate black belt. (laughs) There you are, so are you. (laughs) I'll I'll fight him. On October 7th, Mans was arrested and charged with three counts of intimidation and one count of assault after getting into an altercation with a local just before Vice showed up. <laughs> so, every time you say that, I keep thinking you're trying to talk like Roadman Gangster. Yeah, I know. It's like, but... Mans just got arrested, didn't it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, what do you mean? Because his name's Mans. So yeah, like Mans yeah. Didn't, didn't it? <laughs> See, I could, I could talk like the kids. <laughs> <laughs> when Voice News tried to speak to Mans, after encountering him in, t- in the town, he told us to get away from her property now or I'll have you arrested. Thankfully, the cult's track record of having people arrested is less than sparkling. Fucking knees are fucking on it, brother. I think deep down he ha- he has a heart, but he went down the rabbit hole way too far. He has nothing to come back on, Miller said of man's. And he just thinks she's going to be the saviour for him 
and he's going to get a rude awakening. (laughs) (laughs) But on the day of the much ballyhooed meet and greet held inside the school's gymnasium, neither Mans or Didolo was anywhere to be seen. Instead, according to the group's live streams, they were in the school with 30 or so of Diddler's followers who made the long drive to this town from all over Alberta and Saskatchewan to swear fealty to Diddler and get their hands on some of her currency, fake purple money that Diddler created and gives to her followers with the idea it'll be useful soon, not unlike crypto. Attendees needed to give their name and information beforehand and it was checked by one of the cult leaders wearing a lanyard with security written on it. Working the gate of the metal fence. I'd love to go there, This you has know. got to be a stitch up show. I'd love to go there. You're fucking too right. I walk about and be like, is this real? <laughs> like, got some gates of a security badge. It's like, yeah, all right, you're clear. Here's your diddle eye coins. Yeah, go in there. Walking about in their fucking tinfoil hat. Yeah, just fucking dancing. Rah, 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 your tin. On repeat. Oh, man, I... <laughs> she'd be getting executed I'm telling you (laughs) outside the school a small group of townsfolk set up for the barbecue and counter protest Miller and multiple mayors from nearby towns held a press conference in the morning and police officers were everywhere two plain plain clothed uh, officers were working as liaisons between the town and the cult felt omnipresent Soon enough, the locals piled into around 50 vehicles and began slowly circling the school. <laughs> they, they laid into their horns, revving their engines, and screaming at the cult members to go home. <laughs> at the front of the school, two cult members working as security did their best to ignore the protests, only opening a security gate to allow followers to pull onto the school grounds. Those behind the fence were on strict command to not interact with the media or the locals, many of whom yelled questions or insults fell on deaf ears. The only time a cult member interacted with us is when the ever-present outside cult member said cheers after we told him stay warm, stay stay safe while leaving town for the night. (laughs) Cheers, boss. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we got one of them talking. (laughs) As the townsfolk circled, however, Didolo started to live stream to her adoring audience. It was the first time locals got to see the inside of the gym, revealing it had been painted Didolo's colours of white and purple. Inside, members including young children huddled together and repeated statements after their queen (laughs) that were essentially pseudo-legal word salad (laughs) That wouldn't sound all out of place at a sovereign citizen compound. <laughs> I am hereby declare my oath to sovereignty. Oh, what? Oh, you, you diamond. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I am hereby declare my oath of sovereignty under, my, under natural law in the Kingdom of Canada. They said en masse. With this oath, I remove myself from maritime law and move me into the natural law on this day, October 2023, in Richmond, Saskatchewan, and so it is. 
Didlow made them repeat the statement three times until they until they did it up to her standard. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Out, outside the townsfolk were equally persistent. Shauna Sen, a former teacher at the school and town resident, blew out her car horn from overuse during the protest, but that didn't stop her. Without missing a beat, she pulled out a backup air horn. <laughs> Said they'd received one of the Bretland Cecil desist letters and said she was devastated by the cult's incursion into the town. <laughs> For the last month, most of my time and energy has been spent on trying to stay up to date, researching and following her, she said. We're just scrambling around trying to stay in communication with people, planning what's next and talking to the police. Anyway, for now, I must honk. <laughs> This is like the maddest fever dream I've ever heard in oh, my life. This is I am amazing. here for it. I am here for it. I'm not even joking. Oh, this is amazing. No one in the town thought they would be able to get Diddleo out. This was more an exercise in catharsis. Yeah. So when the horns finally ceased, the cult remained. At the end of the night, when the townsfolk were packing up, the mood behind the school's fence was oddly light. One cult member jokingly asked, what's the password, when people attempted to get in the school. <laughs> as, two, as the two men work in security detail for the cult, shared small jokes afterwards. Oh, they weren't God. intimidated. Oh, mate, this is amazing. Didlow and her group haven't just taken over a random house, but a building where many of their new neighbours went to school, won trophies and made formative memories. <laughs> At one point after moving in, Didlow, at one point after moving in, Didlow had one of her followers take down the sign bearing the school's name. In a video shortly before the sign came down, Didlow explained her reasoning. The word school spelt backward is luches, which I believe is a German word for dumb down, said Didlow. So, <laughs> so the cabal has always put it in front of we the people by using a play on foreign words she rambled in the video they have done that dumbed down the children we want people to know that this is no longer a school a place to dumb down people luches does not mean dumbed down in german in oh, fact right, it's not even a german word still a kingdom of canada sign now hangs where the school's name used to be. Oh, that breaks my heart, actually, said Pat, who was who was at the protest and used to go to the school. I saw it the other day when her people were sanding it down. It hurts. I think it's something that's just done on purpose. It's like putting a dagger into the community and saying, ha, look what we're doing. On the day following the meet and greet, October 15th, the town continued to protest the cult. Most of the out-of-town cult members had left in silence over the night, so things were a little less tense. Many townsfolk said they weren't worried about Didlow and those living in the school, but were concerned that one of her followers would arrive in town and take it upon themselves to cleanse the town of the corruption she rants about. Which, it, yeah. it becomes... Problem. Yeah. yeah. With that element of the unknown removed, 
The RCMP allowed the townsfolk to get far closer to the school than the day prior. So this time, three trucks drove up to the property line and blared their horns. And I mean, like the big yeah, lorries. Yeah. After their protest, locals are still wondering what will happen if Didlow and her followers don't leave. For some, in, uh, for some in the town, it's starting to sink in that they might be dealing with their new stranger neighbours for some time. I think we're going to have to learn to live with them unless we find some legal means to evict them. Jody Smith, who moved to Richmond four years ago because of the cheap house prices. I'll bet they're a lot fucking cheaper, <laughs> cheaper now. now. <laughs> I'm going to start looking. <laughs> they're not going to get this chance again in their organisations, so they're, gonna, they're going to be here. I don't know. It could be weeks, months, or years. While the cult is showing a few cracks and Didlow is posting repeatedly about the need for a plumber because they don't have heat and hot water. They're showing no sign of backing down. Um, But Smith says he's not going to back down either. I'm 73 years old, he told Face News, as he flipped burgers at the barbecue. Go on, son. How much time do I have left? I'm not going to let them ruin it. To this day, the Cold War between the town and their wacky new neighbours continues. The Cold War. <laughs> it, 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 well, it is that, isn't it? it? Is, but when you think of the Cold War and then use you it in this time. This little town. Wait, what? <laughs> on our final day there, we caught up with Mayor Miller on the baseball diamond in front of the school and chatted with him over the sound of the semis doing their thing. He's trying a new tactic on top of the protest he's waging. He wants to get a town bylaw regarding nuisance adopted in the hopes it would give the town a legal way to kick Didlow, not just out of the school, but anywhere she and her followers try to settle. With the media, the RCMP, all the people in southwest Saskatchewan and Canada, we've got to stick together and we've got to get this rectified said Miller. Even if they leave, we can't just say it's not going to happen again. We have to rectify the problem. Um, Miller told us he's proud of how his town has come together to push back on the cult who came there. With the hospitality you can only find on the prairies, he excused himself and made his way back to join his people on the front line against the cult. (laughs) Behind him, the horns blared on. (sighs) <sighs> what a fucking madness what the fuck that went so dark so funny and just so bizarre all at once that's just cults in general isn't it what the fuck man honestly that is mad isn't it <laughs> blow my fucking mind oh my god that's how I remember I saw it on TikTok, and it was um, the first bit of the video is them like starting on that man's. Yeah. And he, he was like, oh, go, you know, fuck off, all that. So I was like, oh, what is this? Then, as soon as I heard the word cult, I was like, oh, I'm, oh, not, I'm, yeah. I'm watching this. Yeah. And then it was just going on. And then, it, yeah, it was going on about this Didlow person. Oh, and she's days. like the queen of fucking Canada. Oh, man. I'm like, what? What? And then, of course, they had to bring aliens yeah. into it somehow. 
<laughs> I just love that they fucking held out hope that man like Vlad was going to show up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, forget about the fucking Ukrainian war and all the shit yeah, he's got yeah. going on. Nah, it's I've got a nip to a little town in Canada yeah. because Diddle wants me there. Yeah, because they keep playing fucking Raspberry <laughs> So obviously, I must go and see them. Might be funny as well, right? If you was going to come up. Like, if you was going to come up with the excuse or whatever of why you're taking the school sign down. Mm. You'd at least do your research first. <laughs> so, oh, that's brilliant. That <laughs> it's a German word for dumb Dan. No, it's not. <laughs> Slucius means dumb down in German. That's not even a German fucking word. <laughs> oh, it sounds more Swedish. Yeah. I wonder if it is a word anywhere. I'm going oh, to go to Google. He's going to investigate. Oh, that might be one of the greatest topics we've ever covered. It's honestly so bizarre. Like, when we've covered cults before, we we've co- we've tried to cover like dark cults, like suicide cults or demonic cults or something like that. But what? You don't want to know what it means on Urban Dictionary. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I ain't saying it, but if you want to, just... then again, that kind of relates to what yeah, she was saying. Yeah. It's ba- I might as well say it. it's basically mentally abusing a child. Yeah. Which is what she's saying it is when they're dumbing them down. It's like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of get it. I'm not joining them. No. <laughs> I don't but know. What the fuck? I kind of want to, to be like, get on the inside. Just film all this mad shit. Just be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, my days. I can't believe that. That is madness. I love that as well. Like she makes her followers sleep on the floor. Yeah, so not dog... shower and all that yeah. shit. I, I'm not ideal candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I kid. Oh, and, people and think I'm got, dirty. You got purple, purple coins. <laughs> it's like here you go. Go get yourself some sweets. Well, what the fuck am I meant to use it's, this for, yeah, man? You can only use it in that fucking building. Yeah. <laughs> And as well, when she said, oh, you don't have to pay for bills or anything like that, I'm like, oh, I'd be like, all right. That's probably why so many have gone there, you know. Well, yeah, because I've got nowhere else to fucking yeah. go now. <laughs> oh, my days. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that would force me out, though, if I had, like, three fucking semi-trucks all day. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm done. Fuck this shit. That would do my nothing. Well, yeah, you've got that one end of the room. You've got fucking Rasputin <laughs> at the other end of the room. <laughs> you would actually go insane. <laughs> You got the others saying to talk to the intergalactic fucking empire. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And you just got some Donnie in a hot tub with an AR-15 going any minute now. They're going to come through that fucking <laughs> yeah, <I know>. gate. <laughs> yeah, let's out. I don't. Um, what was I saying? I was on about AR-15, Donnie. Yeah, that that's a mad one as well. Like he's saying he he can't. Sit. They they locked into that school bit. What is you being in your hot tub got to do anything with it? Unless you are. Your hot tub is next to the school, <laughs> which, which is dodgy in I itself. I was going to say, that, that brings out questions in its own, but... <laughs> oh, my like days. You, I mean, I kind of get it, because if these people... If I was just walking by, even though like I'm like, yeah, there's a cult there, I could, you know, yeah. I'm trying to live on my day. But as I'm walking, they're videoing me. Yeah. I would. I, I think I would be a bit like... What the fuck you doing? What are thing? you doing? Like, you're trying to make... You, you know what I mean? I'll the man this is, though, if they find... Um, sanction this law to like force them out. What the fuck's gonna happen next? <laughs> well, no, because they're not just trying to do that. They're trying to abolish it. But 
But they're going to uprise against it, aren't they? They're going to go divvy. Yeah, but it depends how many there are. Mm. <laughs> this is fucking madness, honestly. What a fucking madness. If you can, send us the calendar. <laughs> we'll get in there. Oh, mate, 100%. I'd love to go. I'm just, I'd be having time my life just watching it all unfold. It's yeah, just, this is amazing. Oh, that'd be such a buzz. Oh, it? fucking hell. Oh, what do they make you do? I don't know. <laughs> this is, we need answers. <laughs> That's what I mean. If anyone's got any more info on this, please let please us know. Please let us know. We've got a, like, yeah. We're following this from now on because yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, I'd like to talk to her. Yeah. And be Just like, how, have you done this? Yeah. <laughs> how... What got me is she tried to go to be like Canada's president or whatever. Yeah. And was and was going on some like mad like dictatorship pretty much. <laughs> and then having the audacity to call other people Nazis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. That has got to be one of the maddest stories we've ever covered. Yeah. Oh, like I say, it is out of my realm. Really, like I'm, uh, it's no monsters. No, like. but that is amazing. Oh my days! Oh, as soon as I heard, I was listening, watching it. I was like, I'm hooked. I was hooked. <laughs> it's like the best reality show. Oh fucking or like hell. series you yeah. can ever see. Oh mate, I'm down for it. Like that, that. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, hundred percent. Jesus Christ. Oh. That's actually blown my mind. Yeah, it's madness. Absolute madness. <laughs> you couldn't write it. No, you really fucking couldn't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, so, Josh. Yeah. After that bit of madness. Madness, yeah. What, what have you got for us? Well, again, mine's not sort of something I really cover. It's just, I thought about it the other day, like because obviously we went out for a drink in that and we was just... Randomly, I don't know how we got onto it, but it was on about obviously that chimp attack. Oh right, I'm go on as an Elvisen. What? Sea <laughs> monkeys. Oh no, fuck that. No, no, I can't do that shit anymore. I don't, I don't think our listeners are ready for that. No. <laughs> but no, it was just on about like the chimp attack in that, and it was it just randomly got me thinking like what other exotic animal attacks have been out there. Yeah. So I found a list of just some random ones. Some are a bit more. Some are saddish. Yeah. Some are mental. <laughs> some as just pure common sense, and then some I'm so sorry, but they are fucking hilarious. Oh no! <laughs> so I've just got a random list list of uh, exotic animal attacks, and uh, so the first one I got is in 2010. Uh, Wascombe, Texas resident Gerald Rushton, who was keeping a 500 pound deer as a pet was killed when the animal kicked him whilst trying to mo- whilst he was trying to move it. That's <laughs> so just tragic. Really. That's just, that is such an <laughs> What do you mean trying to move it? Exactly. Was it like, pinning, like his ass was like yeah, just like, in, come in, on. in his shed or something. He's like get out of the way. <laughs> Boom. Oh, and he's just like there eternally bleeding. Like. <laughs> so one that I will mention is one that I literally just uh, briefly mentioned is Arguably the most famous exotic animal attack one out of, there. Yeah, it's the one of um, Sandra Harold, who had a pet chimpanzee called Tra- uh, Travis. So, for those that don't know, she had she raised the chimp since he was a baby, 
and on one day, the £200 animal savagely began to attack Sandra's friend Charla, repeatedly hitting her and tearing her, her face and hands. Sandra did her best to stop the ape when she hit Travis with a shovel and stabbed him with a butcher's knife. It was only when the police arrived that the chimp stopped the attack, and after already being stabbed and hit with a shovel, it still took several gunshots before the chimp went down. Chimps. Right, this is what I mean. I don't get why people would keep primates. No. You, you, they can just switch so easy, and if they switch, not you're done for. Like, not a lot of animals scare me. Prime chimps especially do. Yeah. They're sunt with them because they're so clever. I mean, it's a bit weird coming from me because I want to hunt Bigfoot. I know, what but, you, I know what you mean, though. I think it's because you haven't seen... Ri- you don't like, know how they're acting. No, exactly. You haven't Whereas, seen what a Bigfoot can do where you can see... Just Google this woman. You can see what this motherfucker can do. I can remember bit. I mean, when was this? What year was this? God. 2000 and... I'm not too sure, actually. I haven't actually got it written down, but it was not It was quite... Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say. It, it was quite... We were young. Yeah, we were young. And I can remember, because I used to watch Animal Planet all the time, because Steve Irwin. Yeah. Ops. And I can remember it was like to... It was to, so to do with like animal attacks or something. Mm. And the voice of her on the phone... On the phone, like, yeah. Saying like... Um, it's it's killing my friend. It's yeah. ri- it's ri- it's tore her face off. Hear it in they the were, background. They're going, like, what? What has? Is that my chimpanzee? Yeah. Like, and you can hear it in the background, just going fucking booling. Yeah, like screaming. Yeah. And but they, like, they are so strong. Yeah. They are so powerful. Like, have you ever seen a chimp like with no hair? Oh, they are ripped Ripple. off. Fuck. Like they make bodybuilders look. In it. Like, you look at them. Fuck. You look at them. You think, "Fucking get that thing in the UFC." Yeah. Honestly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like that Jesus would win Mr. Christ. Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> they are unbelievably naturally strong. Yeah. And the thing is with chimps, like they're bastards because they don't, they, they don't just like go for like your body and no. your head. Not as like as such. Yeah, rip the face off. But like, if you're a man, they go for your fingers and they go for your genitals. Yeah. Like they completely incapacitate you. Yeah, they fuck you up. Big time, like, and yeah, they freak me the fuck. Yeah, out. I, I think I would rather fight a bear None than a chimp. A, than a chimp. Yeah, as mad as that. I, I know would, what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's something about them. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd have to have a <laughs> fucking good spaz twelve shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. It got stabbed, twatted with a shovel, mm. and it still took several shots to bring it down. I just like the fact she only stabbed it once. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be chefing that thing up like a yeah, man. But she did say. Oh, it felt horrible to do it because it was like a son to me. But it, I'm going to get on with that in a minute. Right, yeah, I'll get that. I know you're going to get on to that. But at the end of the day, that is... Killing your friend. That is killing your friend. Your friend is a human. That is an <laughs> animal. Ape. That is a pet. I know it's like your son. And I know we went through the whole, like, the whole XL bully thing yeah. as well. But, but there's levels to this. Yeah. They're, they're, there's yeah, levels and, between a dog attack and a fucking 200 pound ape. Destroying your friend. Because let's be honest, with a dog, it's only got its mouth. Yeah. A chimp, it's got its mouth and it's got its fucking hands, hands. as well and its feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's got. It's got the works. It's got the works. Yeah, like nah, I'd, fuck them. Well, Charlotte's wounds were that severe that the hospital staff that treated her actually needed counselling afterwards. Yeah. Like, so just picture how bad her face would have been. She had lost her hands, nose eyes and mid-face bone structure 
and received significant brain tissue damage as well. Fuck. So, that, so yeah, just, just try fu- and try and picture that that's in your fucked head. Life. Just because you wouldn't stab it enough time. No. You could have saved now, that even though I feel about. horrible for Charlotte, yeah. I don't feel horrible in any way or any remorse for Sandra. No. And the reason why is because she told the NBC that she had given Travis Xanax five minutes before the attack trying to calm him down. She also told the news that she used to give him wine as well. You're asking for it. You've given an ape a Xanax. Now, for those that don't know, a Xanax is like a kind of antidepressant. Mm. But that's for a human. Yeah. No idea what it can do to a chimp. And obviously, it made the fucker switch. If she gave it five minutes beforehand, yeah, cause it don't... and then the chimp's gone mental. Yeah, because it don't understand. What's going on with it? And it's starting to feel funny. It's fight or flight. Yeah. It's survival. Exactly. It, it goes in that survival mode, and it's going to lash out. Yeah. An animal like that, you do not... Fuck do about anything them. stupid like that. Yeah, it's not like giving your child one. I know you, you shouldn't you do shouldn't, that. No, but, but... You know what I mean? They've got more of an understanding than what a chimp with the strength of five men. Exactly. <laughs> you, that would always be on the mark, my mind. Yeah. I could have it. That could be like the, the calmest, like my best friend, anything. But at the end of the day, if that wanted to, that would pull my arms out of a socket. Yeah. Without no problem. Yeah. But that, that is an but, animal that will fuck you yeah. up. And probably not feel anything after oh god no but no it was um like i said it was that attack that got me thinking because we was talking about yeah. it the other day i was thinking like whatever random exotic animal attacks there have been um this is the sort of sad one but a family in pennsylvania had three ferrets which is legal in pennsylvania however ferrets are seen uh, are not seen as domestic animals and therefore are classed as a wild exotic animal yeah yeah the story takes a horrific turn when a mother left her one-month-old baby in the living room while she quickly ran upstairs to use the toilet. When she returned, the ferrets had eaten 25% of this poor baby's face. Jeez. She was immediately rushed to hospital, and thankfully she did make a full recovery, even oh, though she suffered some scars, but she did make a full recovery. That's oh. why I said kind of sad. Yeah. If the baby lost its life, I wouldn't have mentioned that one, because no, it's too horrible. That's a bit sad. Uh, The next one is a man from Oregon was raising pigs in his farm. And according to investigators, the 69-year-old Terence Vance Garner went to feed the pigs one morning and never returned. A family member found his dentures and pieces of his body scattered throughout the enclosure, but most of the remains had already been eaten. Yeah. Always be careful of a pig farmer. Yep. (laughs) However, investigators say that the pigs may not have caused his death. They say it is possible that he could have had a heart attack or something like that and died in yeah. the enclosure and then the pigs just ate him. Because especially if he was about to feed them, it means they're hungry. Yeah, pigs and anybody clever. knows pigs will just fucking eat anything. Pigs are so clever. They won't bite the hand that feeds No. Them. They are very, very no. clever in that sense. But if he died, they'd be like, ah, yeah, he's free chow. Yeah, exactly. His brother states that one, uh, one of the sows bit Garner a year prior after he accidentally stepped on a piglet. Other than that, they have never harmed him. No. So like you just said, that was just a mother protecting this baby. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, which but is fair, yeah, right? if he just had a heart attack or something, and like you said, they're never going to find out because what they're going to do, ruffle through pig shit. Yeah. Or a brick top. You're going to go through pig shit now, are you? Nah, so that was the sad one and the bit of the odd one. This one is just fucking retarded. In 2014, a man called Austin Hatfield was wandering around near his home when he discovered a snake to which he decided to keep as his new pet, 
and kept it in a pillowcase in his bedroom. <laughs> right, that's just mad for a start. Yeah. What do you mean keep it in a pillowcase? Hello. This snake turned out to be a cotton mouth. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Thing is, cotton mouths, they, they are venomous, highly venomous. Yeah. But they aren't likely to bite you. No. They they show... They, they get the name cotton mouth because how white the inside yeah. of their mouths are. And they puff it out. Yeah. But that's, it's more of a display. Like how a rattlesnake has its rattle. Shut, yeah. Cobra has its hood. It's just there, like, yeah. back off. Well, according to his friend, Hatfield would often kiss the snake on the head and mouth. Oh, right. Yeah, he's got some bugs yeah. to do that. Well, one night, the snake slithered out of the pillowcase and onto Hatfield's stomach. When he woke up, alarmed by the snake being there, he went to recapture it and the snake and startled the snake, which caused it to bite him. Yeah, yeah it's fair. His face began to severely swell up and he was rushed to hospital. Upon And upon arrival, he was already in a critical condition. Yeah. However, he did survive. He's lucky. Yeah. He's very lucky. That's a story like um, I heard years ago. I, don't, I, I told it the other night, and I'm not sure actually how true it is. But... Um, Years ago, this bloke, he kept a, a python. A rock, yeah. I think it was a rock python. And he, he he used to always just leave the tank open. It'd come in and out when he pleased. Yeah. Loved the snake. Snake would never harm him or nothing like that. Um, one night, as he was asleep, he woke up and the snake was just lying dead straight alongside him. Freaked out, he rung a vet mm. just to see what, what what's wrong with his snake. Like He was worried. And the vet said, get the fuck out of there now, because it's sizing up to see if it can eat, eat you. Like, that is scary. Oh, yeah. Like, Because especially as well with, like, pythons and that, obviously anyone who knows snakes knows they're not venomous, they're constrictors. Yeah. So if that fucking latches and wraps around, you're done for. Like, you ain't going to be able to wriggle lucky, out of that. You, you need someone there to help you. Yeah, you're lucky you woke up at that point. Mm-hmm. Because if not, and you got coiled up... Well, there was that... Guy in India, weren't they? He was found drunk on a park bench and a python just come up and swallowed him. Yeah. Or uh, attempted to swallow him attempted, and then, like... Yeah, it regurgitated yeah. him. And there's a story in um in, Af- in, in Africa, and that was, again, with a rock python. Yeah. An African rock python. They're massive snakes. And um, it's with uh, two kids. And as they're walking, this snake got hold of mm. one of them. And when the, uh, by the time the other one ran back and got, like, his family and everything like that... The snake already, it already ate the child. Already ate him. It just shows He's fucking like, mad. Even though like you think of snakes as like like you wouldn't think of doing like no, that. but like, you see you see the film Anaconda yeah. and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. But you always know it's a bit far fetched. Now nah, there is snakes yeah. out there that can do. If that. they if they get the opportunity, they're going to take it because to them it's just a free meal. Mm. Yes and no, because snakes, like all predators. They don't want to fight hard for their food. No. Because if they have to fight, they're using more energy and there's chances for them to get hurt. Yeah. So with like the child, it he was small enough for the snake yeah, to Yeah, it's like a nice one. Mate, he asleep is because he weren't he was, he was asleep. asleep. You know, it would have been an ambush. Yeah. Snakes are naturally ambush predators. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one is, in 2010, a man named Norman Bewilder's uh, body was found at his home. The 66-year-old, who was ironically chairman of the Canadian Exotic Animal Owners Association, mm. had been mauled by a 650-pound male Siberian tiger. Oh, fucking hell. 
if you don't want some bigger tigers, they are the largest big cats. Yeah. <laughs> when officers arrived, the tiger was visibly agitated and was pacing back and forth. However, this is not. This is also not the first attack. In 2004, one of Bawald's tigers attacked a guest, causing severe head and neck injuries, but he thankfully survived. This caused the township to take legal action against Bewilder, which would have forced him to give up his tigers. Yeah. However, the town lost this case and Bewilder was allowed to keep them. Right. So the one that got attacked has obviously took this geezer to court and then he's been killed by the tigers. You would feel a bit like, ha, calm, yeah, calm, <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, all this, I feel bad for the tiger. Mm. Because you just know that would have been... Yeah, the animals would have... That would have been exterminated. Yeah. That would have been put to sleep because it's got the taste. Yeah. And that's the thing with tigers. Like, a lot of, like, some animals, like sharks, don't like the taste of human flesh. If so a, lot of ti- a lot of animals, like tigers, if they get the taste for it, they yeah, will gonna, go for yeah. it. They will see you as prey. Yeah. And um, he's had a taste with matey who luckily survived. <laughs> and he's thinking, nah, I want him. Yeah. <laughs> he bit the hand that fed him. Well, the next one... Peter uh, Eads was a lifelong animal lover and alpaca breeder in Australia. In Australia? Yeah. Don't say he got killed by an alpaca. No, he didn't. I was going to say, he also all the animals in Australia got killed by an alpaca, that'd be a bit mad. He also had the sad distinction of being the first Australian killed by a kangaroo since 1936. And not just any kangaroo, but the one he'd raised from a small joey. What he didn't realise is that in 2022, his pet had just hit the turning point age for kangaroos, especially those in captivity. According to wildlife expert Michelle Jones, when a kangaroo is right around um, three, these cute pets tune into their wild animal instincts and their behaviour becomes unpredictable. Although fatal attacks are rare, male kangaroos can be aggressive and see people in an upright position as threatening. Yeah, because that's how they square up, yeah. isn't it? No one is sure if that's what provoked Eid's pet. When a relative found him later uh, in the day, he had already been severely injured by the um, angry kangaroo. Now, this is where this comes a bit funny, right? Because unfortunately for Eid's, medical help was delayed even longer because the kangaroo would not let the paramedics near the man. So they're trying to get to him. And the kangaroo's just going, nah, fuck off. <laughs> Do you, know what I mean? you want some at all, yeah? You're on the scene trying to help the man and you're being held off by a kangaroo. He's just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, no. But you see, can you remember that video of that kangaroo that had the dog in the head? The dog in the head, yeah. And old mate just runs up and claps it. And I was like, yeah, go cool, on, boy. And the kangaroo's just like, what happened there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd hate it. That is one animal I'd hate to get kicked by. No, actually, a cassowary. Mm. But if you don't know what cassowary is, it's pretty much a fucking demonic bird. <laughs> of course, yeah. it's in Australia. Yeah. But it looks like a dinosaur. Claw talons on the fucker. Well, yeah, is it cancer talons? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's a talon. It's the third one, like the middle toe. It's a raptor claw. Yeah. That will open you up. Yeah. <laughs> like a tin of beans. Yeah. Now, this one again. Oh, actually, sorry. Oh. Just to remind you, I actually found out something. What's that? All birds mm. are actually reptiles. Wait, what? I knew they were descendants of dinosaurs, but how the fuck is a bird counted as a reptile? Because it's a dinosaur. Because they they are Don't they are the they're... descendants. Oh yes, okay, I get it. And if you see a plucked bird, it looks like li- like lizard scales. We were. 
So yeah, because there was like there was two types of dinosaurs. There was like lizard hips, mm, and there were bird, bird hips. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, turns out that's a bit mad. Birds are pretty much reptiles. Yeah, take that as you will. <laughs> now again, this one's it's quite sad, but at the same time, fucking brilliant because I could just picture it. One of the strangest stories of the year was an elephant who not only killed a woman, but then stormed into her funeral and attacked her corpse. In, they say elephants <laughs> never forget. In June, 70-year-old Maya uh, Murmu was walking to a well in Odisha, India, when she encountered an Asian elephant that had escaped from a nearby animal sanctuary. The huge beast ta- trampled Murmu to death and ran away. Murmu was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment, but never recovered. This is when the story takes an even odder turn. Murmu's family was in the middle of her funeral ceremony when the elephant reappeared, charged towards the unlit pyre. It grabbed Murmu's body, flung it into the air and trampled it again before disappearing back into the bush. This motherfucker made sure she was dead. You can just picture it. Isn't it. You're just like, they're knowing what killed her, and then the big bastard just comes running in, picks her up, and like, nah, fuck this. Tramps <laughs> <laughs> on her again, it's like, right, she's dead. All right, I'll leave you to it, boys. <laughs> yeah, just. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and what? The <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, if you weren't crying, you would have been then. <laughs> You sit, just imagine people sitting there. This elephant's just fucking, (laughs) (laughs) and they're still sitting there watching it get trampled again, like deja vu. Watching it get yeeted. It's just like, oh my fucking god. That's my nan. (laughs) (coughs) Oh fucking hell. Oh no. That's some fucking savage. <laughs> now, the next one is when I say just common fucking sense. A 41-year-old army major called Mario, who lived in a farm in South America, decided to adopt a five-month-old orphaned hippo that he decided to name Humphrey. Humphrey the hippo. The calf was rescued by Mario during a flood on a river. Oh, yeah, because of fucking... Um, is it an African hippo? I think so, yes. Yeah, because of fucking... Um, what's his name? Drug dealer. Uh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, because he had a load yeah. of hippos, didn't he? And they've, they've started to like, flourish. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was warned multiple times that hippos are one of the most aggressive animals yeah. on the planet, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs> he even said Humphrey was like a son to him and would even go swimming on its back. The hippo was already showing aggressive signs after attacking and killing cats belonged to Mario's partner. Oh, my God. <laughs> it also broke out of its enclosure and chased people at a nearby golf club. At this point, Mario was in Humphrey's enclosure when the 2,465-pound hippo unprovoked and randomly ended up killing Mario. So it's killed your missus' cats. And then it's got a hand, started attacking Donnie's at a golf club. You'd think at that point, yeah, maybe this ain't the safest thing. Yeah, like, I need either get trained. Yeah. <laughs> or give them the people who are trained. But £2,465. 
That's and, over a ton. And think how quick them fuckers can run they and can, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the but, second I saw the hippo, I was like, I love... No, I'm sorry, I'm letting you die. Honest, oh, fuck uh, this shit. Hippos are next level. Yeah. Like, they're fucking demons. <laughs> it's that video me and you always talk about. With the deer and that, yeah. Yeah, like, it was... If this deer, like, or antelope or whatever, and it was stuck in the mud, and these wild dogs were, like, going at it, like, nipping at it and everything. Also, yeah. This hippo comes in and chases these dogs away, and you think, oh, no, it's a bit of nature, like, looking after yeah. itself. To which the hippo turns around and goes, you know what, fuck you and all. <laughs> Just <laughs> destroys the deer yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. I mean, it, it, it gets out, gets yeah. away, but I'm pretty sure he impales it yeah. as well. Like, <laughs> Just arsehole. The tusks on them are next level. Like they are fucking. They te- they terrify me, hippos. Really? Yeah. Just because I think like it is a, just a quick as fuck tank. Yeah. And it will have no problem fucking you up. Do you know what I mean? Like it, I think it revels. Yeah. I think it revels in that shit. It enjoys murder. Yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Do. It's just like fuck that. And the thing is, they're herbivores. Yeah. What I don't get. They're just so. But they're just arseholes. <laughs> Unless you're Gustav. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what Gus- who Gustav was, it was a, a very famous <laughs> Nile crocodile. I think I've mentioned it before. Yeah, I think you have. But yeah, he's a very famous Nile crocodile. That is, it is like, it's killed over 300 people. And it used to kill hippos as well. Like, and um, people have tried to catch him and everything like that. He's had, he's got wounds on his body from when people have shot him. Fuck, you know. And he was still going strong. Like they haven't seen him for a little while, so they think he has passed. passed. I was gonna say he must have been old for the sheer size of him, surely. Well, yeah, because they with with a lot of animals, like they don't don't stop growing. They, no, they, they slow down, but they never stop. Uh, so he was he was huge. He yeah. was like abnormally big for a crocodile. crocodile for yeah. an old crocodile, like because. Saltwater crocodiles are larger, but Gustav was massive. Yeah. He was massive for like crocodile standards. And um yeah, and I, there was a documentary of this um French herpetologist mm. and he was and he went at the wrong time really because there was a lot a lot of civil war and that going on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the best time. But he went out and tried to catch him. Right. And he used cages, he used live bait, dead bait, all sorts. Just won't work. There was one video where it was in the cage and he had a camera set up. Yeah. And you could see him. Oh, really? He was at the mouth of the fucking, of this trap. Yeah. And you could see like, and he was like, you could just, yeah, he was like, pretty like, yeah, nah, nice nah. try. He, yeah. Yeah. But like, he's clever. Like, you got to think like, he's evaded capture for yeah. so long. And like I say, people shot at him and everything. It's and he just got mad. away. I love like, that is the definition of like Lake Placid. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, they they did do a film. Uh, it's it's not a very good film, but it's called Primeval Kill. And I think a, I've heard of that actually. Yeah, and it is actually about Gustav. Oh, mad. Yeah, of uh, of them trying to catch. Okay, him yeah, all. but yeah, go south and Gustav just kills them all. <laughs> Add a boy, as you do. Right, well, the last one, and I'm sorry, but it's the funniest fucking word going. Oh, I don't know. A woman called Pan uh, Weaver received an amazing present from her husband on her 60th birthday. Her husband bought her her favourite animal, a camel. <laughs> this camel was only a few months old when Pam got it and had already shown signs of erratic behaviour. Constantly trying to mount other animals and would often be seen trying to straddle the family's pet goat. 
One day, the £330 animal knocks Pam to the ground and tried to straddle her, suffocating her in the process. So it raped her. <laughs> it raped her to death. She oh, got, my God. She, her favourite animal was a camel and her pet one fucked her to death. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> oh, that's a bit mad, you know. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the death. It's obviously sad, but it's just the thought of a camel trying to straddle her. You imagine seeing it. That's what I mean. You imagine you're looking at you out the window and you think, oh, look, she's sad. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> How well, horrible was the husband film, though? He bought the fucker. Oh, baby. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh, shit, I didn't think he'd kill her. <laughs> Because mom, Courtney's favourite animal is a sloth. She oh loves God. sloth. If I come home, I mean, because sloths have got sus faces anyway. Mm. If I come home and there's a sloth trying to, like, get on the missus, <laughs> that's getting strung up, mate. I don't care. Like, I think I'd be too busy laughing. I wouldn't be able to help. It'd just be fucking hilarious. It'd be just mad, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it's a bit different from a sloth you can pick up. Yeah. For fucking cattle. Oh. Camels are assholes anyway. Spit at you. It's Dirty just, bastards. It's just like, how many times did must it try straddling the goat? The goat's just like, help me! <laughs> Poor goat. <laughs> Size of a camel to a goat. It's just like, yeah, I'm having you, boy. <laughs> Easy prey. But then it fucking is like, oh, I want a bit of Pam girl. <laughs> okay, come here, girl. Fuck's sake. Yeah, just because she feeds him, he took it the wrong way. Yeah, right? just... She, oh, she really likes yeah. me. <laughs> she Have it. it. She wants it. That's, that's oh, madness. Oh, mate. It's like that horse, isn't it? Yeah. The horse that... I'm pretty sure most people know the horse that fucked a man to death. Oh, there's a woman. I think there's two. What? Just leave him alone? But yeah. yeah. Ah, i got a fun fact for you. Did you know what animal, like, from body to penis ratio, has actually got the largest penis? Is it something bizarre? Because obviously in my head I'm just thinking like blue whale or something because of how big it is. But It's quite bizarre. <sighs> nah, I ain't got a clue. Barnacles. Yeah. What? Yeah, I saw that come up on TikTok. What? Yeah, TikTok's an amazing place. Barnacles yeah. got the biggest todger. Go on, yeah, son. For like body to for the, yeah. ratio, yeah. Barnacles have the Oh willies. my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it. it's not informative on Mission Mysteries. Especially on the hunt. But yeah, that, like I said, I was just interested. Like, oh, what other animal attacks were there? When I saw the camel and the elephant one, I was in fucking tears. I'm pretty sure I've heard of the elephant one. Before. I was in tears. It's like, again, it's sad because the person's dying. But just the whole un- bizarre uniqueness of the event. <laughs> Of an elephant charging at the funeral, fucking yeeting her in the air, trampling on her, and then fucking off again. I say, they always say elephant never forgets. <laughs> what did that poor woman do to it? They must have called it a mug or something. <laughs> he, went, he went back to back to beef. He was yeah. like, nah, I ain't having this shit, bruv. Look at you, you stupid idiot. <laughs> you stupid trunk. And it was like, you're not Josh, has it put you off of having any exotic pets? In a way, yeah. Is it? Well, no, because I still love, if I could, like, give it the perfect, like, I still love a bear, but now I'm more worried about getting it fucking me to death than, it, than, it, than I am clawing my face off. That's all right. As long as, as, long as it's in a camel, you're all right. <laughs> of all the animals, a fucking camel. Camel? 
It's a bit mad. He's thinking, that's a favourite animal. It's quite sweet. You never really hear of a camel attack. No. It should be going well. Oh, no, it's shagged to the death. It's, it's raped. <laughs> it's literally raped. That is tragic. <laughs> that is, bless her heart. My God have mercy. <laughs> Let's have my dream exotic animal would always be a crocodile. Yeah. A freshwater crocodile. Yeah. I love one of them or a garial or something oh. like that. Like, but even then, like, even in my mind, mm. I'd be okay. There is always that. Yeah, of course. You you've never always have, got a... have that caution. It's not like having a dog or a cat where they are fairly domestic. Yeah. But that just goes to show, if a fairly domesticated animal like a dog or a cat can switch... Yeah. Imagine... Uh, fucking what a wild animal can do. Yeah. Like, even though like, a lot of these animals, like what you've said, have been raised... Raised from birth. Raised from in captivity. It's not in their evolution... To do it. Like like that kangaroo one was perfect. Once they hit free, the animal, like the wild nature just kicks in. And as well, because being in Australia, it depends which part of Australia, I guess, but like... There'd be lo- loads of kangaroos about yeah. somewhere, and they give off pheromones yeah. and stuff like that, which which can make them switch. Yeah, which then would make them like that. And it's the same. It's the same with any animal, really. Like it's like an exotic animal, but it, yeah, get an exotic animal. How about it? Just make but sure you, you know what you're think, doing. In the evolutionary chart, they have not been domesticated. No, they will always have that wild animal instinct in them. That's like when we had Pinchy. Like, that was raised in captivity all its life. Yeah. Scorpion. Of course it was named Pinchy. <laughs> he was a beast. But it still hated me. Yeah. I still wanted to hurt, get away from me because, yeah. well, for one, I'm massive compared to him. <laughs> and two, it's, it's just that instinct. Yeah. So like, I'm not prey, so I'm a predator, so it's so got to be like It's that. defensive, yeah. Yeah, even though I'm feeding him. And watering him and everything like that, it's still got to be like that. Yeah. Just goes to show Just be animals can switch. Yeah, well, the... Matey boy with the hippo, what was he expecting? It's a fucking yeah. hippo, bro. Yeah. Any, anyone in their mum knows how dangerous a hippo is. They, are, I think they have been classified as like the world's deadliest, deadliest animal. animal. Like, oh, you dangerous. get them fucking boffins that are like, no humans. Yeah. Or like or, mosquitoes. Or mosquitoes, yeah. It's like, no, but actual animal animal. Yeah, what will attack you is a hippo charge you like and that is because they can yeah they don't give a shit <laughs> a lot of the time yeah it's for territory and for protecting the young and the cow yeah like it's usually you get the problem with the bull like the bull hippo but yeah still they are just pricks <laughs> they really are they are just pricks so you seen that video the one um when they're like on a kayak thing down down the nile and that one just comes in and literally lifts yeah. the whole thing up it don't capsize it but it nearly fucking did. It literally just lifted the whole front up and it sort of went down like that. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, that's It's just like, how quick it comes towards it as so well. It's so powerful. It's like, so strong. Yeah, something that big and that strong should not be that quick. No. No way in hell. But you know, they're actually scared of rhinos. Are they? Mm. Rhinos can take them on. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that in a way. <laughs> and like, yeah, rhinos, are, they're big and scary and everything like that. But they're a lot more docile. Docile. Than what? hippos out yeah yeah they'll fuck up a hippo it's fucking oh mate the animal kingdom is just mad i love it It i love the animals so mad i love animals so much so much (laughs) let's say i just love to work with them yeah work with animals yeah just 
They pay shit. Unfortunately. And I didn't go to uni. That as well. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, it if is. They could ta- if they could hire someone just for like their pure love for them. Well, you'd think they would. The only place I could see doing that is like Australia Zoo. Yeah. And that is simply because of who used to run the gaff. Uh, the great the goat. Himself, the goat. The goat himself. The goat. Oh, that will ne- oh that will never he'll never be topped. No, honest. he'll never no. be top. Like I know a lot of people say like David Attenborough, and I do get that. Don't get me but wrong. He's he a something... national. He's a global yeah. treasure. But, but for me, personally, because of how I when I was a kid, little kid, and everything. Like yeah, I'd love sharks and everything because of jaws. Mm. But I I weren't really bothered with animals. No, until I watched him. Like I can't remember. Not knowing, it's getting to the yeah. point I can't remember not knowing him. Yeah, and see, he, for me, it's like with David Attenborough. Okay, I know he goes places, but nine times out of ten, he's obviously doing it in a recording booth. Yeah, whereas Steve Irwin would literally be out in the wild, see like one of the most dangerous animals going, yeet into a fucking mud pit, pick the fucker yeah. up, and then be like, "Have a look at this." Do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's how his he his love for him just oozes. Yeah, into it. And like even like you said, they're like king brown snakes, crocodiles, redback spiders, whatever. <laughs> Just grab it. <laughs> he, he'd be yeah, he'd be getting hold of them and be like, like look actually how wonderful these animals yeah. are. Like they're not just evil, ugly monsters. No. And it just opened up my, my whole yeah. mind. Yeah. And that is why I've got such a love for like dangerous animals. Yeah. Because they're not dangerous they're to just ask no apart from hippos. apart from hippos but <laughs> <laughs> but even then they do have reason yeah but that is it it's because it's just how they are yeah they, you got to respect them for a million it. years of evolution they've taught it to do yeah um, and it is is oh that's what just, i mean that's i fucked up i should have done better <laughs> in school because that is what I'd, I'd really want to do yeah work with animals and to be fair, like, where's the closest zoo for us? Barnum? Mm, and that's still a yeah. fair trek away. Woburn? Woburn, nah, that's miles out. Is it? I feel like there's one not that far. Is it Barnum? It must be. I think it is Barnum, you know. Yeah, probably. But that's still a, a little way away. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd be able to travel fucking miles. Yeah. But, I mean, I would do it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But it's just... Just financially, you couldn't justify it in not a way. Not really. The, the I'd way have the to fucking... like live there. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I would. Yeah, I'd live in a reptile house. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah. But no, I think that wraps this one up. It's mm. probably been the longest on the hunt we've done. <laughs> it's been a mad one, though. Isn't it? <laughs> it's been the maddest of ones. We switched roles, though. Yeah, that's a point. I've done a conspiracy. Kind of <laughs> yeah, way. you've done an, like, a an animal. One. Yeah, beast one. <laughs> Oh, mate, what a madness. It is a madness. Uh, but no, be sure to check out, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, we well, mentioned it, yep. Oh. But on the first, oh, me and Josh, we are again meeting up with the BTR team, Beyond mm-hmm. the Realms team, at Neen Valley Railway mm-hmm. to do a ghost hunt. Yep. We are obviously buzzing. Mm-hmm. We, we loved it before. We're going to love it again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot colder this time. Yeah, but... It's a good thing we got these sweet ass hoodies. Exactly. But um so yeah, if you check up on their Facebook page, which is BTR Beyond the Realms, Paranormal Research Team, they they're sell, still selling tickets, I mm-hmm. believe. Go on there, they got it Eventbrite, check them up. I think it's like what, twenty quid? Twenty quid, 20 quid a ticket. 
It's not a lot. It's, it's for the time you're there. It's not a lot. No, it is a good time. They're a great bunch. They're funny. They make it easy. Like you know, like yeah, really, like warming, welcoming, and you have a good time. Yeah, and hopefully, 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 we have some mad shit happen. Hopefully, yeah, and we will be documenting it. Yep, and we'll be giving you a kick-ass video. Yeah, boy, because the last one got corrupted, didn't it? Yeah. So maybe something corrupted it. <laughs> so yeah, but no, yeah, please, please, please check it out. Mm-hmm. And we will be having that video up, well, after we've done Oh, it. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But no, we are very much looking forward to it. Love working with them. And yeah, can't wait to do it. Yeah. But uh, Mo, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Drop a like, comment, hit the notifica- uh, notification bell and all that jazz. Be sure to check out the podcast on various podcast platforms. Uh, be sure to check out this week for a react. Um, for... Again, apologies, there wasn't one last week. That's my fault, I fell asleep. <laughs> that is my fault, I'll take full responsibility for <laughs> that. He did tell me where it was it was going, but I fell asleep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, be sure to check out all the social media yeah. accounts. All of it is linked on our website, which you can find the link to on our Facebook yeah. page. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. So, thank you very much for watching, or listening, or both. Yeah. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Happy hunting.